Hello. Good morning. We're Welcome here. to Tired Girls Club. Welcome, y'all. It is the day before Halloween. Yeah, it is. It's hump day. Uh-huh. So that means... AKA. What? There's a pot out. Oh, yeah. There here is. We are. Um, here we are. Here we are. Hi. <laughs> this pot is special in particular um, because tomorrow is Halloween. So we decided to talk about some of our biggest fears. Yep. We so, did. Yeah. So <laughs> if you want to get to know us on a very personal, deep level, um, but I would say it's not like it's not, it's not crazy, but uh, per usual we can. I mean, per usual we're crazy. Yeah. So here <laughs> so you can learn about normal. why. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So sit back, drink some coffee. Yeah, because you're gonna need some, especially if you're in Austin today. Yeah, like, it's this fucking weather. cold and. I almost said snowy. It's not snowy. It's, it's probably late. 50 degrees it's out there. Really it's really annoying. I fucking dark. hate sleep. It's okay, um, on that note. <laughs> cloudy and shit. Happy Halloween, bitches. Happy Halloween. Love you. Love you. Good. As always, you know, it's Wednesday. (laughs) It's hump day, and here we are. Are we we just going to do the intro like this and then get into it? I don't know. We always say the same things at the beginning, I think. Yo. Sup? We're on the track. The new track. We should come (laughs) up with, like, a knock-knock joke to enter with. Knock-knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange, yeah. Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? There we go. Knock, knock. There we go. Who's there? Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln who? Abe Lincoln, yellow light means slow down. Oh my God. That one's so dumb, but like so good. What? It's like dad jokes. That was my favorite knock, knock joke. And I was like, as the earliest I could say a knock, knock joke. That's like That was my joke. number one. Well, yeah, I would tell it to my dad. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to do that. A- it reminded me oh my god you know when like your niece and nephew are like two and they just make like the most ridiculous knock knock jokes you don't yeah that would have been me but i don't have a niece and nephew but i was like two making the most ridiculous knock knock jokes oh my so god, yeah exactly you. yeah you, you were you still are i know <laughs> i know oh my god that's so funny i know and you were just blessed with one i was blessed with a knock knock joke holla hashtag blessed b-l-e-s-t actually that kind <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I think the coffee's kicking in. Coffee's flowing. We're here. We're having a good day. It's the morning. The it's coffee's Wednesday. Flowing. It's going. We had to drink Starbucks today. That's fine. It's good. It's fine. Um it was today free. on the pod. What are we talking about? We're talking about our biggest fears. Ah, Halloween special. Mm-hmm. Lucky you guys. It's Halloween tomorrow, I think. It is Halloween tomorrow. Or sometime in the past, but sometime in the future, because we don't know where we are anymore, because we are recording. Yeah, we don't. I think it's going to be tomorrow. Okay. Halloween's going to be tomorrow. Okay. 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 Hey. What's, um, 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 do you have a costume? No. But I'm just going to go. What are we doing tomorrow? I just think we're going to go out. I want to, all I'm going to do is put an upside down cross into my forehead. All right. And dress in all black. Should I be a tacky tourist again? If you want to. Hmm. 
I don't know. Should I dress in all black and put an upside down cross on my forehead? <gasps> should we all go as like um, upside down crossed forehead black dressed people? Yeah, we could be a cult. Oh, that's what they're called. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh cult. my god. <gasps> I'm so fucking. Pumped. What's our cult? Tired girls cult. Oh my god. I'm so excited. We're gonna have a fucking cult. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're invited. Don't drink the. Don't drink the juice. Don't drink the juice. <laughs> Or drink the juice. Drink the juice. Just, I can't tell you what's in it. No one. No one gets out. No one Okay. Um, Should we get into it? Yeah. Special Halloween episode. So what the F is the spirit animal oracle oh, oh. deck thing? Did I tell you my friend Katie bought this deck? She, she did? She asked which one we use. And so I sent her that one. And so she ordered it on Amazon. But then she also got something else in the meantime. And because she's starting to get into it, and she said so far every card that she's pulled is like perfect for exactly what she's doing. Good. I know. And that's my friend Katie with the two kids in Colorado. Yeah. Uh huh. Metal Gypsy. Metal Gypsy. Good Shout out Metal Gypsy. We yes. love you. All right. Good Dear. to see you. So we're going to talk to the oh. Oracle deck today because we are having a Insta- or an Instagram, a pod about our biggest fears, and we need to know. Yeah, I don't think we mentioned that. This podcast is going to be about our biggest fears. Yes. Jamo and I have fears. They're big sometimes. What are they? I actually have fears. Do I? I'm excited to hear what your fears are because I question. I'm excited to hear what my fears are too. (laughs) I don't think about it so much. So an episode of self-reflection for Becca. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Jamie's just going to be able to list like 17 of them, and I'm going to be like, uh, well. Oh, 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 is that, is that it? Should you pull from that little deck? Yeah, that's what I say. Okay. Oh, cute. Okay, so what are our biggest fears? Dear Oracle deck, what is the energy surrounding biggest fears on a pod? Ooh, cute ski. Okay, okay. It's called the Phoenix. The Phoenix. Did what you? do you know? That's actually a really good one because the Phoenix represents death and rebirth and we are in Scorpio season, so. Wow. Oh my God, we mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Wait, weird. That's mm-hmm. cool. I know. Um, the Phoenix was my high school mascot in New York. What? Yeah, we were I the love Phoenix. that. The Millennium Phoenix. That sounds actually really badass. I, you know? Okay, so Phoenix. Freedom from suffering and past karma reincarnation. Hmm. Perfect. So yeah. maybe we're going to get over our fears today, JMO. Yeah, I love this so far. Keep going. Okay, okay. The phoenix represents the transformation of our past. It doesn't mean running from it, denying it, or burning bridges with rage. The phoenix employs an advanced technique described in yoga as the burning of impurities through practice and dedication. The essence of the phoenix is with us when we realize we have been suffering too long and something must change. We take a stand and... Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that happens a lot. We take a stand and decide to live consciously instead of being driven by the unconscious mind and its long list of fears and adversions. OMG. At that very moment, the spark of the phoenix is lit and the great bird helps us burn through our baggage. We no longer run from who we are, what has happened to us, or what we have done. The stuckness and dead weight fall into the ashes and the lightness and clarity emerge. As the stagnancy continues to smolder, the phoenix lifts our spirits up and up, and we begin to recognize ourselves again 
Um, we may catch a glimmer in our eye that wasn't there before. Look closely. It's a sign the fire of transformation is upon your wings. And look what the F is right there. It's an eyeball. It's an eyeball. It's like a TGC eyeball. It's right there on this page. Ugh. Wow. Dude. Thank you, Oracle one. Deck. This is like so good because I feel like. Oh, it talks about the Phoenix and the first chakra. Since this <sighs> is a spirit card, it has like a lot more info, obviously, oh, than cool. some of the other ones. So um, the Phoenix and the first chakra. The ancient yogis believed that our heaviest karmas reside in the first chakra. This earthen center is also called Muladhara or our root. The ascent of the Phoenix begins here. And as the entanglement of karmas is slowly burned, it rises from the ash toward the navel center. Again and again, it makes its journey from first to third chakra, purifying our essence, freeing us from the past. Hmm. Well, there we go. Now we know. So it's very interesting talking about our biggest fears because, like, I feel like I face a lot of my fears, like a lot of my biggest fears. I'm like, I'm, I have so many. Obviously, like, I'm a hypochondriac. I think everything's going to kill me. I'm always dying or something because I would say, like, death is probably my biggest biggest fear because it's not i don't no one fucking knows man nobody knows like what happens after are you afraid of like physically dying and how it might feel or are you afraid of like what's after yeah i think i'm afraid of like the physically dying part i'm not really scared of what's after i don't think at least in this moment i don't know I feel like maybe it is like more of like the physically dying part because one time I had um, sleep paralysis and I thought I was dying and I was like literally like talking myself through okay you're gonna die now and then I woke up yeah no that's scary that is scary I feel like I've I mean in the times where I've been like really sick in the past and like really almost was dying once um really in the moment wasn't like scary because you just don't really know what hits you you know uh, so I guess maybe it's not that scary. I don't know. Maybe I'm not afraid. I don't know. I just, I, it's all so conditional to me. I think that I can talk myself out of being afraid of a lot of stuff. Which is like the craziest thing. I mean. So what are you even afraid of? I don't know. Um, sometimes I'm afraid of the dark, like in my house. Only like in my house. Though. Like I could walk around at night outside and be like totally chill but if like all the lights are off in my house like that's kind of creepy to me mm-hmm. <clears throat> that feels today. scary <clears throat> um that's what you feel scared of is the dark like but only like the dark in my house that's it in like or like really big houses and i'm like home alone like that that kind of makes me scared huh um even so you like, could, like walk through the dark park across the street oh yeah night. easy yeah. Hmm. What do you think it is about the houses? Um, I don't know. Probably because I, I don't like aliens. Um, my mind goes somewhere so weird. I feel like there could be like aliens in here. There could be like a murderer or if someone breaks in. Like, will I be able to get out? I, I think it's Whoa. like feeling trapped in my house if like something were to happen. You know? That's a very interesting fear. It's more of being trapped. Okay. If there are aliens in there. That, yeah. I, I'll, every time. I'll, like, run <laughs> from, like, my room back out here if I go in my room to get something, and then I turn the light off, and then it's dark, and I'm like, no, no, no. Like, scurry really quick. Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. I know. I used to be afraid of the dark, too. 
I'm not like like laying in my bed with the lights off. That's cool. But like sitting in my living room and it's dark and I'm the only one here or something. I don't know. There's something about it that gets huh. me. You just, just gave gets me, me thinking. like a little flashback. Like I have, yeah, my bedroom was in the basement when I was younger, but my mm-hmm. basement was finished. So it wasn't like a scary basement. Yeah. And like, yeah, I could not be down there like pitch black and I couldn't like, oh. if I ever had to go down there. Oh yeah. Fuck basements. But it was like nice. It was really nice. Well, I'm sure, but I've had like finished basements before too. And like, yeah, no, I feel like the, it should feel like comfortable and right. like the way that my mom had it decorated was like cozy and I don't know I was just afraid to be down there when it was dark mm-hmm. I don't blame you weird what is that do any um, therapists listen to this please <laughs> tell us what the fuck that means yeah I don't like being trapped and I think in like a realistic way like when things when I start feeling trapped in relationships or in my job or in aspects like that in my life that's when I have anxiety and that's when I'm like depressed and that's when Mm. it feels bad so just that whole essence of being like well I have no way out and this fucking sucks and this is what I have to deal with you know I don't like it if I can't see the other side you know yeah Yeah. there's just like nothing and if the other side is blocked by a really big obstacle it's like fuck what's your beef with obstacles I mean, they're just not comfortable. Yeah. But in reality, I can, like, get through them and, like, be like, okay, this has to be done. It's fucking fine. I'm going to make it through. And then I can, my actual, like, you know, shit that I've learned over time that obstacles make you better, Mm -hmm. I can rely on that and feel okay as I'm going through them and they don't bother me so much. But just the dauntingness of them being like, oh, fuck, there's something coming up I got to deal with that's annoying. Did you ever have, like, big fears as a kid? I thought that Jaws lived under my bed. Uh-huh. That was pretty accurate. I was afraid of the pickle man. <laughs> what the fuck's a pickle man? My cousins told me that there was a pickle man monster. Who does the Sorry. pickle man get? People that eat pickles? I don't really remember. I just remember being afraid of the pickle man. Was he a man that looked like a pickle? I don't even remember. I think mm. I was just more afraid of the word than anything because it made it sound so scary. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I actually am, like, very fearful of a lot of things, if you didn't know. Well, hit us with some. I just talked about, like, not wanting to be trapped anywhere. So, I guess, like, of? growing up, I had lots of fears, like, centipedes and tornadoes mm. and roller coasters and going into a gas station or any kind of establishment by myself. Um, I was afraid of my fifth grade teacher because everyone said that he was a rapist. Mm. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. I was afraid of, like, anything. I was just, like, scared all the time. And I don't know why. It has to come from somewhere. Because my mom told me when I was, like, little, little, I was fearless, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, I'd, like, go on, like, the playground and be like, this is my new friend. (laughs) Like, and then when I got older, I was like, nobody be my friend. I don't want to be friends. Like, connection scared me, too, I guess you could say. But I don't really remember anything about my life prior to being, like... 17 completely blocked all that shit out Mm. so so there is probably a reason you're afraid of a lot of stuff yeah definitely trauma oh (laughs) dude tons tons and tons yeah um but yeah i don't know like but then i got to be i would say like 
I would say high school was when I wasn't afraid, but probably the most afraid. I don't know. That time of my life, like, I don't even know what that was. Like, when you're afraid on the inside, but you're acting out in ways that yeah. to, like, control it. Yeah. Like, who, who is that person? Like, mm-hmm. that's so crazy to me. Like, I've changed a lot this year. And, like, I've changed a lot in the past, like, five years. But, like, the person that I was, like... My adolescence, dude, mm-hmm. my teenage years, like, I don't even know what that was. It's really, really interesting to, like, sit there and think about, um, like, what was I afraid of at that point? Like, rejection, maybe? But I was, like, Ooh, so... I think that's a good one. But, like, so... I was so <clears throat> angry all the time. So, like, it was almost like, I'm going to reject you before you can reject me. I was such a little brat and like I was a bully and I was mean and like I didn't give a fuck about anybody or anything like I was definitely acting terrible doing terrible things like I was addicted to like drugs at the age of 14 my mom came home to like take me to work and because it was like during high school and it was like 2 30 in the afternoon I skipped school and got wasted and I was just like passed out in like my entry area like <laughs> that's okay a lot of people do that it's just like now that we're talking about it like what was i doing like i had to have been afraid of something because even just like are you afraid of your own thoughts mm. and your own emotions and dealing with them and feeling them no Mm. not afraid of feeling them they overwhelm me but i yeah i don't necessarily know maybe not now because i was just forced into feeling again like uh, more of my fucking fears like i feel like everything that i've ever been afraid of i think the universe is trying to make me fucking fearless honestly because i feel like that's something that i need to let go in order to be where i want to be in my life and like everything possible that i could have like my mom fucking like leaves out of nowhere and completely changes into a completely different person and like i was afraid of like losing my marriage so I sabotaged it to the point where I did and like all my biggest fears that I had in my relationship before that happened like afterwards like it's just so crazy how all of my fears are kind of like thrown into my face a little bit because I do feel like rejection abandonment those two things yeah are probably like my biggest fears as an adult yeah We're all mucusy. It must be this coffee. Or the weather. It's gotta be, right? Um, I mean, that makes sense. Those are, like, very real fears. Abandonment. I feel like those are so, like, deep-seated that, you know, they do play a part in your personality and stuff that you don't even really realize. Mm -hmm. They're just so, like, subconscious that they just poke their way out until you realize, oh, maybe this is a pattern, or why do I think this in this situation and well and I feel like that is something that I don't know I had a client whose husband passed away like the same time that I was going through my separation and like when I thought that I was going to be getting divorced um she was like your pain is so much more than mine really yeah and she was like because you're like feeling rejection and like you probably can't put into words how you feel and like why it had to happen but like I can explain why I lost my husband like you don't have an explanation and I was like fuck 
damn damn yeah no it was like so true and then at that point she was like it's rejection and then i was like what the fuck and at that point i spent a lot of time alone and like meditated a lot and like i was like yeah it fucking is like i was abandoned Mm -hmm. like the feeling of like cleaning out my house i was living in at the time felt like the exact same way as like when my mom left and like I don't know it was just so like it was just a fucking lesson the universe was just like all right bitch get over it like what are you gonna do Mm -hmm. you know and like feeling like I was gonna get divorced like that whole feeling of just being like okay I'm gonna get divorced now and it's gonna be fine and just talking myself through like all of that even though it was like so painful like just talking myself through it was just like I, I faced those fears and luckily, I didn't get divorced. I'm very happy that I didn't because, like, things are the greatest they yeah. ever have been. But things, I was going to say things seem really great, but then the words are coming out. Oh, well, yeah, but. things seem really great. And that's something that I'm realizing now that I have to, like, embrace through. <laughs> Not even embrace. Yeah, I have to breathe through it. And I was just telling Becca, like, these next two months are going to be an emotional ride for me. So, yeah, I guess, like old fears are coming back up like I'm moving out of my apartment with my husband and like I'm losing my sense of independence and I hope it's I mean I know it's going to be fine but then there's that like in the back of my head like that fear that ego of like well what if it doesn't you know and I need to just like let go of that yeah you just need to when you have that thought be like this isn't you're not real like you don't have to Nope, not right now. Yeah. I'm not going to think about that. Exactly. That's what I've been doing. And, like, just got to stuff it away, you know? But then I don't want it to, like, build because I feel like that's what I did it's for so gonna long. It's not going to build. Not, like, something like that. As long as in reality you're doing all the real things to make sure that that's not real, you're never even – those thoughts aren't going to pop up because they're not getting your attention. They just want to get your attention and, like, bring things – so here's the thing i'm a gemini so i'm like uh rolled by my mind and like that's exactly fucking it is like i overthink everything and i think every possibility and i go deep and it's like it's a quick spiral like i could play like that was something too that i was struggling with i would say when i was living in madison i dealt with this a lot like i think that's when my death fear was really prominent um because i'd be like walking and there'd be like someone walking across the street and i would like envision them like brutally dying like getting hit by a car watching their body just like fall apart um watching somebody else come up and like stab them watching like a tree trunk fall on them like all in a matter of like it takes for me to like drive by just a person going 30 miles an hour like that's where it went we went to go see joe rogan i like fantasized my own death like five times (laughs) in a matter of like two seconds just like what would happen well what's wrong with dying I don't know. I don't really think about that stuff anymore. Like the death thing. I think I'm starting to just become like whatever. But That's I think fair. that might just be like my jadedness to life right now. But um, yeah, I don't know what the death thing is all about. I think I got over my sort of potential fear of death thing when, uh, I don't know, either I either read it in The Alchemist or it was that fucking movie with the dude that um fucking scales the the mountain 
like with his bare hands and whatever and like no ropes or anything no on idea. Yellowstone. <laughs> oh my god, what is that movie called? Into the Wild? No. Um 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 I don't know, it's very popular. Like one the best documentary or some shit. Cuz this dude he's like for sure has Asperger's and it like is a f- rock climber but where you can really only use like your fingertips and like your little toes to scale mountains and so he climbed El Capitan in Yellowstone all by himself and like with no ropes or anything so had any like misstep he could have died right but since he was just his approach to life is generally seems like pretty jaded to just the average person because they're like this is so dangerous what are you doing and he's like well, when it's my day to go, it's my day to go. But I'm not going to live my life not taking chances or doing anything like that. And whenever it's time, it's fucking, that's it. Like, I can't do anything about it. So but why would I live in fear of, like, avoiding that? Like, if this is what I like to do. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, fair. And then also, I think in The Alchemist, again, there was some other quote that's like, today is as good of a day to die as any. And I'm like, I hear that in my head now. Mm-hmm. Whenever I start, like because I do too like think about well what if like especially when I'm driving and yeah. I'm like oh god what if something like just happened like some other car or my car or I you know whatever because that shit goes so quick and like you never really know and it's like in those moments like you really can't control anything so it like that's what I say to myself and for some reason it makes me feel better I'm like well if it is my time tight I think that's what it is, is, like, a sense of needing control. And I feel like that's kind of where, like, a lot of my self-sabotage came from. It was like, well, I'm going to take control over this. Mm -hmm. Like, I think my whole life I've been, like, searching for control in all the wrong ways because you can't really control anybody or anything except yourself. Mm -hmm. So that is something that has definitely helped me with a lot of fears. And maybe it is, again, the jadedness, but, like, you can't control what happens. You can't control what other people do. Like... You can't control if somebody just wants to, like, hurt somebody else. Right. You know, like, that's their prerogative. And it sucks, like, if you were to ever be, like, the victim, or if I was, like, a victim like that where I got, like, kidnapped and murdered or something, I think I would be more upset if, like, they didn't find my body, you know? Like, that's yeah. that's scary. Because then I feel like that would just suck because people would think, like, well, maybe she's okay, and, like, then they don't have, like the answers to their questions and stuff and I'd rather like they everyone else got their peace but I don't know you know dude when you die though like there's like no problems anymore yeah I mean there's <laughs> who knows what there is I'm sure it's like cool as fuck yeah I mean I assume yeah I definitely assume I feel like I, don't know. I definitely feel like there has to be something cause yeah I don't know you can't just be living to die. I just right. can't. I can't get myself oh, no, to believe no, no. that. I can't believe that either. But I think like, I don't know. My first real experience with death was when my cat died when I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, 19. Like um, that's the, because my family was all fine. At this point now I've had a few grandparents pass, but like that was my first real like experience with death. I didn't know anybody close to me or no like family members or anything you know fortunately so when my fucking cat died I was like torn up I was so sad and the only thing that got me through that was just deciding that well somewhere another cat that looks just like him was probably born and 
looked up and at somebody who loved him and now he his little spirit just like lives on mm-hmm. and then i felt instantly better and now i and i still feel okay i'm like struggling with that i'm struggling with like the belief of like reincarnation like does, does your soul really go to something else well i don't really know about like people that's like the crazy thing but i feel like with animals i can just go with that yeah i can write it better with animals but with people it's weird because there are so many people but at the same point there's been so many people in the past that now with the population that we're at i mean there's still been way more people way back when than i feel like your soul is just so like it's so personal yeah Yeah. and like particular to you and i feel like they're like that's the thing about like having kids and like you're you have a little piece of your soul going into like this little guy like that's kind of what i believe more so in reincarnation is like Mm -hmm. you are reincarnated within like your family bloodline yeah but that makes sense i just i i don't i I don't know yeah it's weird nobody knows you know but i don't um, i try not to be like afraid of it it's more scary of like am i gonna feel anything i'm more afraid of like the feelings about it like in the moment like am I gonna go and feel like terrified and anxious and then become a ghost or am I gonna like be peaceful about it be like or am I even not gonna know what hit me you know I feel like too um I was talking to somebody who was a hospice nurse and she was like you see people like so scared Mm -hmm. and then you see people like at such peace Mm -hmm. and I like I thought about that like oh my god like yeah people that like walk people through like dying mm-hmm. holy shit yeah it's crazy wow do you believe in ghosts are you afraid of them I'm not really afraid of them i used to be <laughs> i don't know at this point i'm just trying to figure like what i am afraid of yeah i think i am also afraid of projection and I think that that shows up more in my like work and career and stuff like not taking as many chances as I could with like I don't know just getting crazy with fucking the cuts or the color that I do or just like not 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 caring but just like all right (laughs) JMO but just like doing just like doing it you know without I overthink the process, you know, yeah. and I feel like that's because I'm afraid that they're not going to like it and then they're going to say something to me and then I'm going to have to deal with this confrontation where if I just take my time and I'm very like particular, I feel like I'd be able to defend it better or something. Well, and, that's the type of stylist you are. I don't think, but I don't necessarily want to be that type of stylist. I'd rather like go like get you done and fucking make money. Like, that's why I'm in a career. That'll come. And that's what I'm starting. I think I'm transitioning into trying to become that kind of stylist. But um, I think that it's interesting that a fear of rejection can come out in even searching for a career that's all about presentation and how you look and, like, you know, building confidence and showing, you know, enhancing who you are you know mm-hmm. I think that there's a real reason I've drawn into that this field to begin with I think that's kind of where like that's drawing me into like life coaching mm-hmm. is like I want to help people feel like that but on the inside because I've been on the business of doing it on the outside for so long that I myself know like 
that shit doesn't matter what's on the outside. Yeah, right. If you hate yourself, you're still going to hate yourself if you have fucking three inches less hair. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like, too, I don't know. If you feel good on the inside, it doesn't really matter what the outside looks like even. Because I feel like right. then you kind of, like, radiate, mm-hmm. you know, what you feel on the inside. Yeah, you just, your confidence and, like, your presence just is better. Mm-hmm. Like, people, people can see it, you know? Nina was telling me that... And I guess this kind of goes like the rejection of like abandonment thing. But she was saying that I'm a manifester Mm -hmm. for my like human design or whatever. Yeah. And we have closed auras like Mm -hmm. when we repel. And I'm like, what? It's because you have all this stuff within you that you need to like, like blurt out and get out there into other people's auras that are receptive. So then they can like start acting on it and make the changes you're the idea man i know it's weird yeah i think i'm the same way i think i too am an idea man mm-hmm. yep that's really interesting kelly's a projector i need to figure out what that is hmm i don't know that whole thing's crazy it's fucking nutso um how do you navigate your biggest fears along with a partner who has their own biggest fears <laughs> that, that are very are similar <laughs> either similar or different uh, yeah um i mean it didn't work before <laughs> and i think that's kind of like what we both kind of had to like face our fears are you guys in like a or were you in like a not like a power struggle but like yes an alpha war yes yeah, I could see that where oh. you're just trying to pick each other's weaknesses and like be like, no, I'm in charge. And, no, I'm in charge. Uh-huh. No, I'm in charge. But in the only way that we knew how, which was like kill the other. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now only you're one like, must live. right. And then I think you saw that that hurts both sides. And now it's like, OK, well, let's just truce. Yeah. Truce isn't so fucking easy, though. Oh, yeah. But. <clears throat> But, yeah, um, I don't know. I think, like, being self-aware is, mm. like, the biggest thing. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like there for a long time, like, I was not very self-aware. And in my head, I was, like, justifying my poor behavior because poor me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for the longest time I had, yeah, like, again, that's the control thing. Like, I wanted to control. I wanted to be in charge. Like, because if I'm in control, you can't hurt me. But. That clearly doesn't work like that. Yeah. So, Jaden, it was like years of it, which is like so crazy because we're so fucking together. It's so weird. Yeah. And you're different. I mean, yeah. if people, I don't know. I think that that's what's funny is like maybe you, okay, I guess maybe I'll be a little specific, but I think from the outside perspective, looking at, like what happened with you guys I think it's easy for some people to be like well why the fuck are they even back together you know but Mm -hmm. it's like if therapy didn't work or if being self-aware and like growing didn't work I don't know I I don't even know how exactly I'm trying to say this but like that stuff does work yeah so then yeah of course like that's and you want it to work so why wouldn't you be supportive of that 
you know? Yeah. And, like, that's the thing that was hard for me, too, because, like, I was fucking done, dude. Like, yeah. I was done. And then all of a sudden I was like, I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't know where it shifted in my head, but I was just like, no, it's not. Like, a part of me just, like, knew it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then as much as I was, like, trying to tell myself, like, I, mean, I even remember, like, telling my therapist, like, all right, I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to, like, date and, like, see people and, like, meet people and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden I'm, like, I think maybe that's what it was, was, like, when well, I made that decision to move on. I'm, like, yeah, no, I'm not because this isn't done. Like, I, like, But I, I think you were ready to move on. You were ready to move on from that version of you guys. And you mm-hmm. wanted to date and you wanted to meet people. And it, in a way, it's like you were getting to date Alex again and you were getting to meet him again in a different place and you were ready to move on and like let that shit go Mm -hmm. and just move on into like the next chapter but you still had to take that time to like you know feel the feels and like get over all of that that it was yeah I think that that's exactly what happened my god you guys if you are going through a separation get a fucking therapist like it's (laughs) like my therapist was absolutely amazing and, like, she saw me every single, like, week. And I only paid every other week. Yeah, that's very nice of her. Oh, my God. And here you are. You made it to the other side. I would be literally lost without her. She's, like, the greatest person ever in the entire world. And, like, all she said was, like, pay it forward. And, like, ugh, that's, like, so... Like, she hasn't... I don't think she even, like, knows what she did for me. Maybe she does. I hope she does. Because, yeah, I would would have been a mess. Yeah, I hear you. But I think it's a good thing when, like, I mean, when people put in the work, like, that's what's important, you know? And you can't, like, judge someone else's journey. So if people are out there, like, hating on <laughs> your guys' journey, like, go fuck yeah, yourselves. Yeah, and, like, honestly, fuck that shit. Like, what are you going to say about me? Like, because I'm sure, like, I can say something about you, too, and it just but doesn't no even girls. matter. Yeah. yeah, like, it doesn't, everybody has their shit and, like, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I mean, every couple, I think, has struggles like that. I mean, Brian and I are obviously, like, pretty good. Yeah, how do you guys handle y'all's fears? (laughs) Um, Because he, well, I mean, he has a lot of them, and you clearly don't have a lot lot of them. I mean, I think (laughs) that mine, uh, I think my fear is the rejection, I think... I mean, at this point, it just feels solid, and I don't feel like anything would really happen that I would be blindsided by, and if I was, then fuck it. Like, I just will have to deal with that if and when the time comes, but I'm not going to, like, worry about it possibly happening, but I feel like his fears are a little less resolved than mine are because I have gone through, like, multiple rounds of therapy per se and like Mm -hmm. done different stuff to like work on it and I think I am definitely a different person than I was even like three years ago you know five fucking seven like I'm so different and I've like addressed a lot of the things that scare me in the like emotional way but I mean for me it's rejection for him it's for sure abandonment um and like commitment I'm not afraid of commitment and I don't think I have like an abandonment one. Mm -hmm. I really, I don't know. So for me, since I don't have either of like his two pressing fears and mine are like 
I think he also has rejection. Obviously, that goes along with all three with those two. Mm-hmm. Mine's more just like rejection and um, I don't know. I think that's probably my biggest one. And so since I don't have like his two, but I kind of have an eye into it, um, it's more me just being mindful of myself and how I react to him in certain ways or trying to just like notice his habits when I can tell he is feeling like a little insecure about something whatever it is isn't that exactly it like so weird you have to be again like kind of being self-aware like you have to react to them differently because it's so easy to be like to play the victim mentality and I know when I'm coming off harsh Mm -hmm. and bitchy I I know when that's happening and I can recognize it in the moment but you know it's like I can't be perfectly nice and perfectly perfect 100% of the time like that's also still part of my personality is being a little bit like brash sorry Mm -hmm. like especially in I don't know more high stress things it's kind of that's how you I have to take the real like empathetic emotion side out of it in order for me to be like no this is what needs to fucking get done and like what like this is this is my goal and I'm focused and if you're in my way like you better watch it like you better get out you know and I think your areas and your care I know together I think and I think he can recognize when I'm feeling that way and will remove himself from certain situations and go do something that he can control like for example, when one of the days we were getting ready for the party, I was like trying to clean. I'm like, we need to do all this stuff. Blah, 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 blah. I had a whole like fucking to do list of like all this nitpicky shit that I like wanted to get done. And he's like, okay, how can I help? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, literally just do something, <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, there's so much stuff that has to be done. And like, I can't really communicate what all everything like I could. I don't know. So it's, there's like a problem there so what he did was just went into the room where literally nobody was going to be and like started folding the laundry and I'm like you know that's something he could control and he knew how to do and felt good Uh and and was helpful in its own way and was also removed from me out here doing like my fucking tirade of whatever the fuck I had to do Mm -hmm. and so I know that I communicated that um but that's like Harshly. non-verbal communication though like yes. although with your mouth and your words you're being a bitch but so like, i had to like go in there and but be what like, is actually happening like you are stressed out about having people over. and he's like afraid of stepping on my toes and feeling like if i get it whenever i get that way i know that that triggers something in him where he's like oh god this is the last straw we're all of a sudden all the shit that she's stored away is going to come pouring out and we're going to break up and that's going to be it like he literally goes into like the spiral even though Alex i don't literally have just told shit. me this last night or not last night but yesterday he said the same thing like oh that's what he thinks is going to happen yeah like well not the breakup thing but like the whole like i feel like whenever i'm being a bitch that i'm just gonna like downward spiral and just start like, like getting snap. Yeah. yeah and like and then trust leave, me and then i can fucking snap yeah, no, I could too. And like, I never will. Oh, I, I Unless do. like something, something real crazy would have to happen to get me to like snap. I just don't know if it's a high tolerance for bullshit or what it is, but I don't know. 
that day will be a fucking day mine happens when i'm blackout drunk because i don't have control over that because i'm not in my head (laughs) and like that's the thing is like i could be so rational and like talk myself off the cliff Mm -hmm. but if i'm drunk like i'm not thinking clearly and i'm not myself right i'm so i started judging based off of like your not self you know it's not fair to judge anyone based on that you know totally um but i think for us the navigating the emotional things whenever we do go through something like that we always end up like talking about it which is sweet and necessary but also extremely fucking necessary yeah and i think we're honestly or at least i get it kind of makes me happy when like shit like that happens because then we can talk about it and then it's like well if we are going to be together forever we're going to learn each other so much better that in like five years our relationship dynamics going to be even like different or better presumably for like going through all this stuff because we've been together for five years and I'm really only just realizing certain instances where like his little fears come out and mine come out and like the way we work off each other so that's already five years in so what the fuck's it going to be like in another five and to me that's like exciting to like get to learn somebody again yeah and more and then learn myself through that and it's just an interesting well, little like part mirror, of relationships you know? is like growing together right. like you're not going to stay the same like you're going to change and like it, learning to accept that again not mm-hmm. trying to control the other person to stay right. the same because you're comfortable like celebrating the fact that like we're growing and growing together and like yeah even just with like your friendships and like your coworkers and just the people around you your family mm-hmm. members like just celebrating the fact that like you're evolving because like at least that's growth i mean if you're doing shitty things and like you're going backwards obviously that's not to be celebrated but right. like and that's but that i don't think happens as much if you are celebrating someone's progress forward something out you know of left field will have to hit them in order for them to like start yeah backtracking you well, know i think also though what i think the universe gives us shit to grow like right. i don't feel like you actually go grow through your life like easy peasy Mm-mm. and if you do like pff, who are you who are you come on the pod yeah. explain <laughs> right. it to us to, like interview you and like learn all your tricks because <laughs> i feel like that is just something that i don't know yeah i'm not afraid of like struggling anymore you know I feel like that I've been in some points in time in my life where I've had like no money no support like no nothing no positive outlooks in my life like shitty relationships shitty jobs fucking forever in school and you know all this it doesn't look bright yeah for a future and I've still managed to get through that and like in little moments sometimes be happy in that and if I can be, like, cool and content and happy with fucking all the credit card debt and shit that I have now and, like, <laughs> and like cool and happy with the way that my life's going now in the present, then cool. Like, I can be cool and happy. I feel like I can relate to that a lot because, I mean, what else can you fear when, like, you can't fear money problems when you have money problems? Like... Yeah. Fuck, I know what it's like to, like, not be able to afford to eat and, like, mm-hmm. but I have a really fucking badass apartment. Yeah. And, like, my dogs are fed <laughs> and, like, I'm yeah. paying for my gym membership and, like, I'm mm-hmm. eating, but I'm not, like, going out all the time. I'm not, like, doing 
like I'm not living frivolously whatsoever and I think now you have to go through that struggle like in order to then here's a little bit more money now you can like do this and be be a little bit more frivolous yeah totally (laughs) my problems being frivolous yeah a little bit I I had a problem being frivolous but I think that was because I had so many fears and insecurities that I was like buying my way through masking all of it Hmm. so yeah yeah I I mean I'm not I'm not afraid to struggle financially because I am currently and I'm happy (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm not I I don't know I'm really like not that afraid like I can I'm resourceful enough to be like oh okay I'm homeless well let me track down the people that can help me not be homeless and um rely on some friends and some people in my life and yeah I think that I don't think there's any way I I could and aren't we so lucky that we have a choice and we have easy choices like I was just thinking after I said that like there's people on the side of the road that probably have like mental health issues that Mm -hmm. you know their family doesn't want them and they didn't have that option like how fucking lucky are we to like have a fucking choice and i mean yeah we are able to be resourceful and all of that so then why should we be afraid when we can we can make our own lives right we can manifest our own realities like and we can i mean we can manifest our own realities and we can manifest it in the negative yeah as well so we still always have that choice to either keep this going keep like a good positive momentum or we can like self-sabotage and fuck our shit up like that's still well within our reach (laughs) you know but is it it just doesn't make any sense to go that way you know no why would why would you want to right and if that's what you're comfortable with i mean i feel like a lot of the people that are on the streets are comfortable with that you know it's like people like people that have been in prison for like a really long time like and then they try to be reintegrated into society like what they know is and familiar is like prison life you know and so that's why a lot of people go back because they that's where they're comfortable and it sucks and like that sucks but you know that's just a reality Mm. so So it's crazy yeah um shit is fucking crazy is there anything else you're afraid of any like weird ones Mm. i'm definitely afraid of like bugs yeah i don't know if i'm afraid of them but i'm just like hate them i got the heebie-jeebies you know know. i wish i could like look at it and be like like this little spider and pick it up yeah but that even just gives me the heebie-jeebies even fucking thinking about it like i'm scared of the idea of one like crawling on me i don't like that ah Ew. I also hate being licked by my dogs. Oh, I love being licked by Ew. my dogs. I hate that. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> I... <sighs> Tiger Girls oh. Club. Ooh, nice oh, crack. Oh, that was my shoulder. Um, um, being in cars kind of scares me sometimes. I'll be honest. Not like me driving. I mean, sometimes me driving. A lot of times being like in the passenger, I think over time I get get more scared, like being in cars. Um, I'm not like, I'm less afraid of flying than I am afraid of driving. Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck flying? Like, I guess I do have flight anxiety. Oh, I fucking hate the ocean. Yeah, like, you do. deep ocean. Oh, God. That's something I'm afraid of. Ugh. Ew. I, I hate it. 
I think again it's something about being like trapped mm-hmm. in like the unknown and like sharks I mean that's one and like you're ew, afraid of being trapped oh in God. the dark ocean and You'd like be dead. what's in the You'd ocean drown. ew what the fuck's in there I don't know and like even looking at pictures in books of like the underwater scenes gives me chills like I get like I have a fucking reaction a physical reaction to like underwater scenes Ooh, I don't like it and it's crazy because I love dolphins and like I I like the beach and I will get in the water but I'm like going scuba diving or something or like going out on a boat and like going far out there and then jumping off of the boat into the water no never gonna do that ever it's just not I'm just not because who knows what the fuck's in there I think about like like creepy like zombie people things in there and like alien aliens I think I'm afraid of aliens um yeah that's a real one Um, I think aliens are real my biggest fear one of my biggest fears when I was little um my dad took us to go see Mars Attacks and I was probably like two or three in this movie and I would I wasn't even like religious we never went to church or anything but I would like lay in bed at night and pray that aliens weren't gonna come and get us like I was literally terrified that's so weird I don't know if there's aliens or not I'm like I'm sure there are aliens and they're probably fine but like aliens in the ocean can go suck a dick like get away from me and I'm pretty sure everything in the ocean's an alien, you know? How could it not be? Have you seen an octopus? They're so that's smart what, that's and scary. Alex's, Alex thinks that but aliens are octopus, too. Or, they probably are. Yeah. There's all kinds of shit in there that we don't know. Ooh, terrifying. S- outer space? Cool. In the ocean? I don't know about that. Because um, there's for sure living things in the ocean. There's maybe things living in space. but But that's the thing is, like... Like you said, like the ocean's so deep. Like what? Do you think so, the Earth is flat? Yeah, I wish it was. That would I be wish cool. It was too. No, I don't. And then like the ocean just goes into outer space. I'm afraid of flat earthers. Here I am. <laughs> oh no! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I met somebody who was a flat earther, and I was like, um... I'm afraid. I just don't understand it. Of people that just have like no chill in a way you know what I'm I mean? afraid of sociopaths ones with no feelings or like no conscience yeah they could just like do anything that's scary um I'm afraid of drunk people <laughs> um I don't feel like people I don't know being around drunk people make me it makes me very nervous oh, I guess my two fears are like rejection and then being trapped Okay. That's that's what I can name it. Being okay. trapped. That suck. But I also feel like if I ever were to get like kidnapped or something, like for reals, unless they were like drugging me when then I have like no choice in anything, but they were like you know, tell me where the money is or else <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like I could like get out of that shit. There's I feel a- like I could like talk someone out, talk someone down, be like, just let me go. It's fine. Or that would get me killed. Yeah, but I was either way, say that might get you killed. I mean, I mean I but it might know. work. Hey, it's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. I mean, if you're gonna die, I just be like, well just beg for like your life. this doesn't bother me. You're not gonna give you the satisfaction. See, I think about that sometimes. Like when I was, especially when I was living in the domain, mm-hmm. or even just now, like because there's like people that walk 
in front of my apartment. Like if I'm like taking my dog's potty or something, if somebody tries to attack me or if I'm like walking to my car or something, mm-hmm. I feel pretty confident in myself that I would like know how to maneuver someone off me yeah. and like defend myself. But like, do I want to do that? I mean, no. But no. And the thought of that like frightens me. Mm. But fuck with me. <laughs> fuck with me. I know. I'm just waiting. I for think the I'm day. afraid of that. No. Like in that moment, I would just like freeze. And then, like, not be able to do anything or say or do or, like, like, if I stay real still, they're not going to see me. (laughs) But that's the thing. Like, I spar with people that are way bigger than me. I have people that are way bigger than me fucking smash me in jujitsu constantly. Like, I'm, I'm. You're training. (laughs) It's fucking, like, what, you think you're going to smother me? That you're going to get on top of me? And I'm not going to know how to get out from underneath you? I mean, if you have a knife, then I'm fucked. Right. That's the, that's the scary part. People have weapons. Isn't Krav Maga, isn't that like <laughs> taking weapons away from people? I think so. I'm going to do you that. You should probably take Krav Maga. And then I'll be a triple threat. Oh, yeah. Whoop, whoop. I'm coming for you, bad guys. Ooh, I'm going to be a superhero. Ooh. Oh, what would your superhero name be? I don't know. Jamie? Yeah, yeah. exactly, because I'm not worthy of a nickname. <laughs> It's okay. I'm Becca. It's fine. Um, I don't know. Oh, my God. I wish my body would crack like yours. It was just my shoulder. I get lucky. It happens all the time. What are you guys afraid of? Yeah, let Out us there. know. <sighs> um, what a weird one to talk about fears. I'm I know. Like, this is very chill. Chill, chill fears? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I mean, I don't think we're fearful people, so we can talk about our fears in a way where it is just a conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, but should we, like, humble brag? We should humble is brag. Is it time? Uh, shit. <laughs> I feel like the biggest humble brag is that we threw a Tiger Girls Club sleepover. Yeah, I think that was a very great success. And, yes. I think that's a joint humble brag. We mm-hmm. should be proud of I had a great time yeah thank you to everyone that came to the, the uh slumber party yes and that listened to this podcast right now yes you guys are great yeah we had a slumber party we we're gonna talk about that in a later pod but mm-hmm. we it was so much fun we had so much fun we had the best girls mm-hmm. curl code and like a strong ass girl gang is really important and lots of cheese lots of cheese and meat and crackers which my body and has popcorn. not yet recovered from. Oh, God. I'm still, like, this past weekend, I had oh, Taco I'm Bell. Disgusting. The fuck did I have Taco Bell for? Why did you have Taco Bell? On Alex's birthday. It's what he wanted to do after we left your house was go to Taco Bell. You ate pizza and Taco Bell? I ate pizza and Taco Bell, and I had a beer. So, oh. I'm fucked. Yeah, no, same. Um, my whole body has never felt so swollen and <laughs> yeah. bloated, like... Uh huh. I my fingers like literally my fucking nail beds are like inflamed and were inflamed for three days. It was so weird. We're supposed to be bragging. Damn it. I know. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, okay. I'm like things are great. We're we, gross. We ate all. <laughs> we ate all this cheese. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, I still have so a lot good. more cheese. So if you're listening to this and you want some cheese, come over to my house. I got it. Cheese and crackers. Oh my god, that's all I want right now. But I can't. I know. I want it so bad, but I will probably die. Oh, I would explode. Yeah. So, um, humble brag, I have self-control. And I'm going to have lots of self-control all this week. Oh, God. And I'm going to have self-control this week. Oh, 
my period's ending, I think, finally. That's Ooh, all humble mine brag. just started. Humble brag. <laughs> Not <laughs> pregnant. Holla, Amy. <laughs> we did it. Um, let's see. Um, I'm going to California next week. That's going to be fun. And the Virgin Islands. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's a humble brag. I'm bougie AF, apparently, this year. You are bougie AF this year. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. You're going to be a boss bitch at work. Yeah, I'm going to be a boss bitch at work. I'm going to be a boss bitch at work, too. Yeah? Oh, yeah. You're going to... You're fucking busy. I'm busy. I need so to look cool. at my schedule. Um, But, um, yeah, I actually have, like, November planned out for what I want my Instagram content to be and my ooh. blog content to be. So I'm really, like... Boss bitch. Yeah, focusing on that now. And I think I'm really just going to put all of my emotion that I'm going to be feeling in the next two months into that. So... Perfect. Here I am. I'm like, how can I channel my feels feels yeah because i know they're gonna be there Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah i believe in you it's gonna be great thanks man i'm fucking freaked out but it's fine we got one more day of october and then november's gonna come and it's gonna be like (sighs) Ah. (laughs) and then it's gonna be thanksgiving and then we're gonna get to eat yes yes okay that's i'm going to fast until thanksgiving (laughs) i know i feel like i really need to (laughs) i need to like let my digestive system really just like Take a break. Take a break. Yeah, it's been working so hard. I know. It's been working real hard. It's like, what are you doing to me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. There we go. Um, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> that was a bunch you... of humble brags. That was like a humble confusion. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like that sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes. If you want to be on the pod. Yes, let us know. Hit us up. Let us know because we are trying to schedule that for the future as well yes we like having people we actually like we like having people you know that's the whole point um stay tuned for more events we have some ideas about that Mm -hmm. um oh i thought of something cute i'll tell you in a sec okay um that's it i guess we done we out